Hi there, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday, March 24th at 9.14. I'm trying to see where I am because I'm having some crazy ass technical issues. So I hope you guys get to see this. If not, we will figure it out as we go. Anyway, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and I'm having some crazy technical issues. Um, it's, oh, I am live. Yay. Crazy ass. <laughs> okay. So I did figure that out. Right. All right. Anyway. So it's been three weeks since I've, um, I have, um, did an episode, showed up for an episode of Joy Exposed. I've had some just really wanky shit happening and let's get started with three cheers of joy, just so I can kind of debrief and get rid of some of that stuff. So first off, I'm having some Maker's Mark. Um, I got some Maker's Mark the other day just to have a little bourbon. Um, I haven't really been in a big drinking mood, so I've just kind of been sipping. I don't know if my mouth is changing. I, t I talked about that a while ago. I feel like I'm changing. But anyway, so I have Maker's Mark tonight. So three cheers of joy brought to you by Maker's Mark. And I'm drinking out of just a regular glass that lets you know my level of preparedness, my level of preparation for this moment. So three cheers of joy. First cheer of joy is um, I'm here. So three weeks, I'm here, right? Um, so yeah, so I'm celebrating the fact that I made it tonight. And I think I figured out what an issue is with my technology. I'm going to talk through that in a little bit. Maybe you guys can help me. So cheers to being here. It's the end of March and I'm here. My second cheer of joy is that my business is getting busy 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 like i'm getting some great clients and a lot of good recommendations referrals that you know people want to work with me and they're gonna want to have the conversation of what it's like to work with my company and what services we provide and this developing as we go like what do we offer so cheers to getting busy 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 my third cheer of joy is that um I have a job interview in two weeks and because uh, you guys know I'm moving. So I live in Central Florida. I'm moving back home to Atlanta. So I had an interview and I got put into the pool. That's what they call the teachers. They're going to the pool. And then I got um, a second interview in a couple of weeks. So cheers to another interview. Cheers. So my three cheers of joy. I'm here after three weeks off. I'm here and I'm going to talk about why I was off for three weeks. So cheers to being here. My second cheer of joy is my business is getting busy, busy. So that's really exciting that my business is getting so busy. Um, and we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> and my third cheer of joy is that I have a job interview. So I'm probably going to teach for a few more years until um my Shape Solutions or Joycelyn Wells, the author, whichever one takes off first and starts bringing in regular, consistent money that I can stop teaching. But for now, I'm teaching. And my plan is probably to teach for probably seven or eight more years because um, I'm 50, I'll be 52 this year. So I teach till I'm 60. That still gives me a great retirement. And, um, you know, and I'll still be young enough to live and travel and do and, you know, so I'm thinking I'll probably teach for a few more years and then um, find me a beach somewhere and post up and sell some seashells or something. 
that would be dope. But anyway, so three cheers of joy. Thank you guys. I hope you guys are celebrating something. And if you don't know what cheers of joy, what they are, it's three moments of self-celebration that have nothing to do with anybody else, just you. I have a mosquito flying around my room. So if you guys see me swatting, it's a mosquito. Um, so three moments of self-celebration that have nothing to do with you. I mean, nothing to do with anybody else, only you. Because on Joy Exposed, the point of the podcast is to make sure that we're introspective, that we're paying attention to who we are because we're so quick to pay attention to other people and shout the greatness in them that we rarely do it for ourselves. So for us on Joy Exposed, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. So here we're going to shout it out. Like we want the good stuff to happen right here, right now. Like that's what we want to happen. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Just keep highlighting the good things in us. Um, so let's move on to Facebook post of the week. Um, I'm struggling, like what comes next? What comes next? So Facebook post of the week is brought to you by stmspecialties.com. Um, my fir first Facebook post of the week is actually some promo for uh, an epic an epic Memorial 5K. And you guys have probably seen me post about it or you've seen an ad floating around about it. It's a 5K that My Shape Solutions and thebenchcounselor.org, we're working in conjunction to have a 5K to bring awareness to mental and emotional health, right? So that's on April 17th in Plant City, Florida. It's $30 now, but it goes up to 35 and you can make a donation too. So you go to myshape.solutions under events, and you can find the link there. And um, yeah, just go and make a donation, $5, $10, whatever. We're literally raising money to establish a scholarship in the names of the gentleman who passed away during the pandemic. And just to keep focus on the significance of having a healthy mental, to being in a healthy mental space. And we all struggle with it. You guys watch me or uh, uh, listen to Joy Exposed and you can hear it in me. Even when I go back and listen, I hear myself saying, I'm having a really low time now, or I'm really hyped now. I, I ebb and flow up and down all the time. The difference is I'm aware enough of it that I start making little movements to keep me out of it. People who aren't aware of it allow, they end up in it and it gets really dark in the depression. If you never suffer from depression or know anyone that suffered, it's really dark in the depression. And it doesn't matter what people say around you or what they're doing, once you're down deep in there, it is a tough place to be. So that's the focus here on Joy Exposed, bringing light to our mental health, like, exposing our joy, getting to a place of happiness. And I talk about those things all the time because I think, I feel like people don't understand how significant that is to the betterment of things around you. For some reason, we believe that we give it till we're empty and that's gonna make everybody better around us, but nobody benefits when we're empty. No one benefits when we're empty, right? And then um, we can't feed ourselves. So we have to make sure that we stay open to love, that we're giving love, that we're taking care of ourselves. Woo, joy, joy's exposed, everything feels better. <laughs> and I wholeheartedly hang on to that. So the race is an epic memorial 5K. And I don't know if you can see it on my, there's the uh, ad for it. An epic memorial 5K and it'll be on my, um, Facebook page 
and um, there's an ad running about it or inbox me, whatever, but anything that you can donate, we're open to your donations. So that's my first Facebook post of the week. My second Facebook post of the week, um, that's not it, that's not it. That's not it, that's not it. Oh, um, somebody made a post that said, y'all bonnets be empty as fuck, just hold a head and them shits be stinking. <laughs> So there's still more bonnet jokes, and I'm sure there are more bonnet jokes after the guy Derek Jackson came out for cheating on his wife, and his wife looks like she's on on live with a bonnet on, but I think it's like a little hat. She likes hats from the pictures that I've seen of her, So, but it looks like a bonnet. Bad choice for live. Um, <clears throat> then one of my Facebook friends, her name is Shamir Blaylock. She works from home and she's in customer service. And she says, uh, me to my customer, please let me know when you're ready to write down the information. The customer said, sis, hold on, I can't find my pen. I'll just use my eyebrow pencil. <laughs> and the response was, um, well, what she said, Shamir says, man, she's straight from the South side, I'm dead laughing, right? And then at the end she says, and by the way, she invited me to her party this Saturday. So she just talked about how she clicked with this customer and they just had a real girlfriend moment on the line. I thought that was cute. Cause we have those genuine moments or even, it doesn't even matter the age. We have those genuine moments of girl, I see you and laughing about it and just go our separate ways. And those are, good moments that I love, good girlfriend moments. But we also have some yucky girlfriend moments like this bitch is crazy, let me leave because she really making me feel some kind of way. But anyway, let's celebrate the good ones. Um, this is, uh, this what came out before uh, St. Patrick's Day. Remember I was not here because I was on hiatus. Says, so this weekend we will all be Irish. On May 5th, we will all become Mexican, Cinco de Mayo. And let's see how, let's see on June 19th, how many of them will become black. And so one of my Facebook friends posted this, well, reposted this in talking about Juneteenth. And I just kind of laughed thinking about it because this goes to show that we, you choose what you're going to do. If you choose to be Irish on May, uh, March 17th and choose to be Mexican on May Cinco de Mayo, you can't be mad for somebody not choosing to be whatever. This is your choice. Like, so you make a choice to do something, you do it. And I get what he was saying in there that we, because Black American people are more inclined to be open and accepting of everybody. That's just who we are. Like, shit, I don't even know if that's valid to say because it is some real not open to people out there. So I'll, I'm going to reserve that. I'm going to take that comment back. I think that we are more tolerant of all things around us. And we do like to have a good time. So whether it's St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, Christmas, it doesn't matter. Arbor Day, it doesn't matter. It, Groundhog Day, if there's an opportunity for have a good time to light a grill and have a beer and laugh and have a good time, then I know plenty of, I, I am all for a good time. And I'm not looking for people to do that in return. And, and maybe that's kind of the joy exposed ideology, right? It's kind of like, I really ain't worried about nobody else, but me, like I'm gonna do the things that bring me pleasure. And in my doing things that bring me pleasure, there will be pleasure for other people too. But I'm not sitting around waiting to see what people do 
to talk shit about it or to see if I'm going to gain pleasure from it. Fuck, I don't care. Like, so for me, it's what's going to bring me pleasure. So whether it's Cinco de Mayo, and I used to have crazy Cinco de Mayo parties. I'm looking forward to doing that again. Cinco de Mayo or St. Patty's Day or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm a game for it. If, I, if, if I'm in the mood, it could be a random Friday. Hell, you guys are with me at Wednesdays and I'm going to have me a glass of champagne or a nice cocktail because I want to. Right. And it, I don't, it doesn't matter. I would love for you guys to have a cocktail, but I'm not going to not have a cocktail because you guys didn't, or you haven't given me permission or you, that's not how that works. I'm going to do the things that bring me pleasure. So I, that's why I, I saved that one. And, it, and I get what he's saying, but who really gives a fuck? I don't care who decides if they're going to somebody outside of me or somebody who considers themselves black is going to celebrate Juneteenth. The most important thing that I can do is to continue to be my beautiful, brilliant, free black woman self that I am and recognize what I owe to the universe or that I owe to the universe something and to my ancestors. That's the only thing that matters to me. So whether I do that in June, July, August, September, all the fucking months, that's on me to do that. So I get what he was saying. But I just feel like you we lose ground when we're waiting around to see what somebody else is doing because they may not be in a place of giving. They may not be in a place of understanding who they are and they have a responsibility. So that's but a lot. You know, a lot of people like that. They're like, I bet they not. I really don't give a shit. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do me. I think somebody made a song about I'm gonna do me. Um, okay, so here's a, my last Facebook post of the week. And this is brought to you by STM Specialties. It says, this was after people started getting their stimulus checks or they heard about the stimulus checks. This is going to be a big booty little leg summer. I can see it now. And the caption says, fake ass bunkums. <laughs> I died off the bunkums because I haven't heard anybody call a butt a bunkum in shit 30 35 years years of bunkum so i thought that was so funny and and people are talking about getting the bbl brazilian butt lift right so that's what they're going to get a bbl they're going to get a mommy uh makeover and they're gonna like all this um surgery and stuff to their body and maybe because i'm gen x gen yeah i'm gen x that that shit don't make no sense to me I got it, body, yada, 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 yada. I got it. Like, this is my body. This is what I'm going to do. And I got to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do with it because I'm getting older and I got aches and shit, but whatever. But I'm not going to get any surgery on my, I mean, I had a breast reduction years ago, but I had really large breasts too. So I had breast reduction years ago, but as far as like my tummy and that kind of stuff, I don't think that I'm going to do it. Sometimes I think about it, but I mean, shit. I could have one by fall, <laughs> but so I'm not knocking it, but it is a big thing that people are making these alterations and these enhancements to their bodies. And I wonder, you know, the, not even the side effects, like what does it look like later? You know, what, what happens? And I, my really girl, good girlfriend had a lap band surgery years ago. And then there was some things started to deteriorate. For her, she passed away last April, you know, so that that's somebody that's close. That was somebody close to me that had trouble or had a problem with 
So that makes it more in life for me to be like, oh no, I'm not. I'm just going to keep rocking it out the way that I rock it out. Besides, I do the stuff I like to do. I drink my bourbon, I smoke my cigars, I eat what I like, I exercise. So I'm pretty much where I'm going to be as far as size is concerned. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was funny talking about the bunkums. And, you know, my family is a bunkum heavy. We got ass in our family. Like it's genetics. It, you can see it down the road. So anyway, this uh, Facebook post of the week brought to you by STM Specialties. Thank you. And now let's talk about why in the hell was I gone for three weeks? What the fuck, Joy? Like, where were you? What were you doing for three weeks? Well, the first week I had technology issues. You guys remember that? straight ass technology issues. I couldn't get my camera to work. So, and I'm gonna talk through this now because I think I figured this out. So I couldn't get my camera to work three weeks ago. So I missed it and I was frustrated because I had had that problem two weeks prior, right? I had a grainy camera and it didn't look well, but that doesn't matter to the people who are listening on Spotify and SoundCloud and Pandora and iTunes. They don't get to see, they get to hear. But I get to see as I'm recording and when it looks grainy to me, I'm thinking, this is fucking garbage. Anyway, so the first week there was um, technology issues. And I think I have that figured out. But the second week, so I hadn't really shared this with anybody, but I have hearing loss in my left ear. Um, and I have had it for years. Like, I probably had it my whole life. I don't know. But I found out about it probably in 2006, 2007. And then I had surgery in like 2011, 2012. Well, it's back. And I didn't really notice that it was back. I always say that I don't hear well. That's just out of habit and to make people talk to me and not talk at me. So I uh, was laying on the bed and I went to sleep. I fell asleep one afternoon and uh, I woke up with my right ear in the pillow. But I woke up with my back to the TV and I was thinking like, damn, I thought I left the TV on. How long have I been asleep? So I went to move around and I sat up and I could hear the TV and then it hit me. Damn it, you can't hear again. So I couldn't hear, I, and it could have been gradual. I don't know, I literally, I don't know. But um, I'll, I realized then that I couldn't hear. So I ended up going to the doctor to get my hearing checked and yes, it was shit. Surprise. Um, so I had to take these two weeks of this crazy ass steroid and um, prednisone for two weeks, like double strand. So you start with like eight a day or something. Let's see, it was eight, six, no, six for three days. No, six for four days, four for four days and two for four days. So 12 days and it decreased, decreased. So 60 for four, 60 milligrams for four days, 40 milligrams of four days, 20 milligrams of four days. So I take all the steroids. Well, steroids in themselves are crazy. They've got crazy ass side effects. And of course, I felt like I was going to have all the side effects. Let me look at the um, side effects. I'm going to read some of them to y'all. Side effects of prednisone. Okay. Headaches, dizziness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep inappropriate happiness, extreme mood changes, changes in personality, bulging eyes. <laughs> Let's see, 
bulging eyes, acne, nausea, vomiting. Uh, let's see. Um, thin, fragile skin, red or purple blotches or lines under the skin. Look, I got some. I still got some right here. Here one right here. Acne blotch. Mm -hmm. uh, increased hair growth. Changes in the way fat spread around the body. In other words, you're gonna gain some fucking weight. Extreme tiredness, weak muscles, irregular or absent menstrual periods, decreased sexual desire, heartburn, and increased sweating. So needless to say, I had many of these side effects, especially because I don't take any medicines. I only take my vitamins. I take a fish oil, I take my SAMI, and I take niacin. And that's it. Like, I literally, I don't, not high blood pressure, diabetes, I don't take any prescription medicine. So I, this is a prescription for me that I took. And I'll tell you, if I started on Monday, or maybe I started Sunday, whichever day I started, by Tuesday, I was sick as a damn dog, throwing up, vomiting, sleeping, horrible, 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 horrible. Like, I felt bad. Like, I literally felt bad. So when Wednesday came along for Joy Exposed, I couldn't fuck with it. Not even if I wanted to. So that means the first week, technical difficulties. Second week, I was sick. It's like so sick. So I finally finished the steroids and um, they're getting out of my system. And I know they're getting out of my system because my knee has started hurting. So during the steroids, nothing hurt because it's got you like, like it's got, it's anti-inflammatory. So it's like rocking your body out, right? So nothing hurt. And, um, but now my knee is hurting again. So I've got to start jump roping. I, I couldn't exercise or anything on it because I just couldn't. I felt crazy out of my head, crazy, nasty taste in my mouth. Ugh. Um, and so, oh God, I, I didn't even talk about that. So anyway, so I got through that I'm through with the steroids. And then last week, last Wednesday, I was on vacation. So uh, it was spring break. I started moving my stuff um, to Atlanta. So I had a lot of plans, looking for a job, looking for a place to live. So I had stuff happening last week. So I wasn't going to do it anyway last week, but I didn't plan on not doing it the two weeks before. So um, yeah, so that was that. So that's why I've been gone for three weeks. And I've still been trying to post on social media just to kind of stay active in my business page and in my personal page and on Instagram, just because I used to post a whole lot and I'm not posting nearly as much as I used to. So I'm trying to stay active, but I found myself really busy. Um, so yeah, so I have still been trying to uh, post. Anyway, so during this hiatus and on the medication, I managed to get my first COVID vaccine so I put I that's important. I I'm up for the second one on next Monday. So that'll be my second dose on next Monday. It's supposed to be Saturday, but I won't be in town. So next Monday is my second dose of my COVID vaccine. I was really excited about it. I think I got the which one did I get? I think I got Pfizer. Her. Do you guys remember what you got? Did you write it down? Yep, I got Pfizer. And um that was cool as hell because that was on March 6th, a Saturday. Now that was cool as hell because here in Tampa, well in Tampa, they got a whole FEMA camp 
where you go get your vaccine. I'm talking white tents, military um, personnel and fatigues. And like, it's like a whole movie. It's like I was in a movie, contagion, outbreak, something. Walking through the thing, they're scanning you and you walk through all of this crazy technology. Man, I was like, damn this is real, like, because I haven't really been a lot of places during the, during, uh, during the pandemic, because shit, it's a pandemic, so I'd go limited, go to my work, come home, market, I mean, laundry, that kind of thing, but otherwise, I don't go a lot of places, so when I went and saw this huge ass system that they have set up to give so many doses of this vaccine, it blew me away, and I tried to go early in the morning, because I had a 5k I did that morning so I did the 5k went to my girlfriend Kelly's house after no I went did the 5k went to the FEMA site to get my vaccine it was packed like parking lot packed the line the cars were still in the road I was like shit I'm can't I had an uh, interview to do at 11 30 you know so I was like I can't I don't have time so I left went back to went to Kelly's and hung out with her did my interview and then she and I went back later and it rained and then we went back later and we walked, I walked right in to get it. So it was still, it was really cool, you know, like just to set up, people were nice, tons of workers there. There wasn't a line at this time. So I literally just kind of walked in, doot, doot. they're walking, they're scanning me, zoop, tell them where to go, zoop, zoop, zoop. Every time they scan me, I'm getting a message on my phone about the next thing. And that was really cool too. Um, just the, just the technology, right? Just the efficiency of the whole thing. And then uh, I got the vaccine and then Kelly and I, Kelly is the same person that I stole the swimming pool with. <sighs> Should we always get into some shit? So I went with her bike riding after this. So now this is on a Saturday, I'm on steroids. Remember, I go do a 5K in the morning I get my vaccine in the afternoon and then I go for a bike ride through Tampa in the evening. Coming back from the bike ride, how about I fell on the fucking bike? I fell into some bushes <laughs> near Ybor City on the fucking bike. I got a gash on my, like right above my ankle and I'm just like in the bush, like, oh. so if you guys don't know, I'm, I said this earlier, I'm 51. So falling is a big thing, which I hold on to this dearly. The fact that I do yoga, the fact that I do my yoga and that I stay active is probably the only thing that saves me from breaking some shit on these falls. Because remember, it was only a couple of years ago, I fell in San Diego off of a damn scooter. Was it San Diego? Yeah. I was riding a scooter in San Diego with Faceless Love and I hit the high lip on a uh, sidewalk and fell. Boom. Fucked my whole right side up. I was, for days, I was aching for days. So now I have that fall. I fell, when I went to Jamaica a few years ago, I fell down the steps in a boat and then I fell on a bicycle into the bushes near Ybor City. So I literally say, if I didn't do yoga and I didn't have my thick ass, I'm sure I would have broken something by now. So let that be a testament for yoga. Go do some yoga to protect yourself from getting fucked up. <laughs> so 
I fell and I'm like in the bush, like, hey, wait up. And Kelly's like, oh my God, what? And she's like, here, take a shot of tequila. You know, and I'm like, hold on, hold on. I'm pushing myself out of the bushes. And I'm really happy that I could push myself out of the build out of the bushes because I feel I feel myself and I feel heavy to myself. And I don't know, remember that when I was younger, but I know now that I feel like I'm not as maybe I don't maybe it is I'm heavier to myself. I don't know what it is, but I was happy that I was able to push myself up because I think we lose that ability, that flexibility, that mobility as we get older. So that was interesting. And I only thing I got was like I had scratches on my arm and then I had this gash on my leg. And it was no big deal. I still rode the bike in and got home and went to Kelly's, parked the bike, and then I got on home and you know, had Sunday to rest up because that was a lot for a day. And I should have known it was because I was on that damn steroid that I was like, go, 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 go. Right. Because I was so hyped up on it. So that was the bike ride is always cool, but me falling, I mean, it was interesting. I'm glad that it ended the way that it ended, you know, that I'm safe and only a gash and shit. What's going to be the next fall. I hope it's something good too. (laughs) All right, let me see what else has happened in three weeks since I haven't been here. So I talked about my, let's see, I was going to talk about, oh, my camera. That's what I was going to talk about. So hold on a second. If you don't follow me on YouTube, subscribe to me at YouTube, please. I need subscribers on YouTube. But you can also download from any of the platforms with your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Joy exposes everywhere. We actually were listed as a top 75 adult nighttime podcast in the U.S. So I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. The top 75 of something. So I'm very pleased about that. So download it, listen to it. Um, just some great stuff. There, and there's tons of stuff on YouTube too. Um, so when I do the live, it goes to YouTube, it goes to Twitch. So that streams on my webpage. Uh, JoycelynWells.com and MyShapeSolutions.com extremes both places and um, also on Facebook so you know it's out there but then once it's over and it's converted to um, wave file or mp3 file then you can pick it up on the RSS uh, like any of the podcast feeds iTunes Google Play Spotify Pandora uh, SoundCloud um, iHeartRadio. So it's everywhere. Even places that pick up the RSS feed have it there. So, you know, it's just really interesting. And um, I just go wherever you can find it, subscribe to it there. And I would greatly appreciate that. Um, the RSS oh, feed yeah, it's on there. It there. So, you know, it's just really interesting. Oh, cool. Okay, I was trying to see if it was streaming on my website. So it streams on both of the websites, JoycelynWells.com and MyShape.Solution. So it's everywhere. And I'm going to, I need to put some more time into the pubbing of it um, because I love it. I told you guys this is therapy for me. Okay, so let me, thank you very much for that. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Now, what I found out about my freaking technology I just did an interview last night with um, 
three ladies about autism because it's autism awareness coming up next month. So I did an interview last night and my camera was amazing. I did it on Zoom. Well, I went to hook up Joy Exposed tonight on Restream, what I've been using, and camera was shit. So it's not, on Restream, it's no longer connecting to my camera, my uh, 1080K, I don't know what it is, 1080K something. It's not connecting to that. It's connecting to my computer camera. So as I was sitting here getting frustrated, I thought, well, I just did an interview last night and it was fine, but that was on Zoom. Let me look at my Zoom camera. So I log into Zoom and lo and behold, it connects to my camera, my good, the good quality camera. Not that the camera on my MacBook isn't good quality. It's just not as clear as this 1080, right? HD, whatever it's called. So it came up and I was like, well, wait a minute. So there's got to be something with the applications. So Zoom lets me use it. Restream does not. And I'm going to have to look at that before next week because it may be time to get rid of Restream. If it's not, I don't, and it could be operator error because, you know, God, you know, I'm always trying to figure out my technology. So I've got to figure out what's the technology piece for the Restream. Like, because I've used it on Restream before, but now it's not connecting to Restream. So I'm going to have to figure that out. But at least tonight I figured it out and here I am. And I was able to log into Zoom and stream to Restream. But if I'm logging into Zoom and streaming to Restream, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have to do that. Like that's cumbersome, right? So, but here I am. Right, here I am. Uh, so I did figure that out. So cheers to that. That's what I, I did say, cheers to the technology. That was one of my things. I'm here, right? So cheers to that. So cheers to that. Um, I just wanted to share that. And I, I'm constantly trying to figure out the technology, right? I don't, I don't knock it because I'm learning and I, I'm, and I think I do pretty well with the technology. Um, but I'm definitely learning. I, I, you know, I give myself that. I give myself grace. We're in a pandemic. That's what the main thing is that you give yourself grace. So, um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. And I haven't even looked at any comments or anything. It doesn't mean I'm not going to. It just means I haven't yet. And then nobody really knows that I'm on tonight because I haven't been on tonight. Thank you, Jim. Supporting Black business. I love it. Thank you so much. Somebody shared my post. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I have, um, you know, so I, I'm just trying to figure out every day what to do. Like, literally. And I think I'm on getting on Faceless Love's nerves, nerves because he said, this morning I called him and he answered the phone and said, yes. <laughs> usually answers the phone and say hey baby hey pretty girl or something like that but we had already talked and then I called him back like an hour later 30 minutes later 40 minutes later he answered the phone yes and I was like oh my god I'm getting on his nerves um so I gotta apologize to him for that because <laughs> I do have a lot happening daily on my life and I realize that for all the shit that I have happening, 
it's happening for me, right? So, but I want to talk about it. And I, he has his own shit happening and I call him and tell him about my shit too. And it's like a lot. So I'm going to have to scale back kind of that conversation piece to not overwhelm him because I know that he's busy at work too. He's busy at work. I'm busy at work and I'm busy at work. So I've got two works that I'm busy at, you know, and he's got his job and he's got coaching. So he's busy too. So we're both busy, but I'm the talking about it. So I have two major events happening. I've got a golf tournament happening this weekend that I do in honor of Faceless Love. And then I have the race coming up in April. And then not to mention for the month of March, I have eight new clients. That's a lot. So there's a lot happening um, in my day. There's literally a, a lot of shit happening. And I started a class tonight on diversity and inclusion. I thought that would be good for me to have, to be certified in that, having a company. I feel like I'll be hiring people soon. So I feel like that'll be something that I can use that I'm certified in that. And uh, just cause it's, you know, you're building a business and you wanna make sure that people know that you're aware of uh, the importance of diversity and inclusion. and you know, you don't want any bullshit. You don't want to hire any bullshit people. You want good people that's going to push your business super forward. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I started that class tonight, which is good. And then also, oh, I didn't even think about this. Also, I am the host of a show um, on JPN Network. It streams on Roku. So this is a new opportunity for me. Uh, as an author and interviewer, and uh, I'll be interviewing authors about their books and book clubs about their book selections and um, on the JPN network and it's called Open Book with Joycelyn. So that means we're going to talk and share everything about people and their books. So that's a great opportunity. I'm looking forward to that. I think that starts on Mother's Day, but I'll be starting my interviews before that. I'm still continuing with my my spotlight interviews from my Shape Solutions. And then coming Saturday, Saturday coming, I'm interviewing September Archie. She's a chef. Uh, so I'm going to interview her Saturday at, at the um, golf event. So that's going to be really cool. And then last Saturday, I was interviewing Clarissa Gillis, the host of The Sweet Spot, the podcast The Sweet Spot. But I had technology issues. Well, it was Daytona Bike Week. So they had all the signals fucked up and I lost my signal. I couldn't interview her in the car because I was driving. And um, so I'm going to have to reschedule her. And maybe I'll try to get that in early next week. I'm going to get with her and see what her time looks like. So I can knock that out because I love, I heard three minutes of our interview and I was like, oh my God, that would have been so fun just the way that we started it. Um, Cause I tell you guys, I know some of the best people like, and I've only been interviewing women on my shape spotlight. I've only been interviewing women. So I'm going to open it to men. I've just got to figure out where that fits or if it's the, if it's women on one day and men on another, I don't know yet. But I know some of the best fucking people. Like I literally, I like literally know some of the best people. I have met some amazing people, like chefs, CEOs of hair care companies that are doing well. Shamir Falk, who was the CEO of Dr. Lux, just got her products in Target. Ah! Duh! Right? That's so dope. Like, and then um September Archie, she is um 
providing the food for Saturdays, the Tea with V golf tournament. That's going to be so dope. And then STM Specialties is providing the cups, the insulated tumblers. So I know so many freaking awesome people. And if you look back over those interviews on My Shape Spotlight, you will see that I have I am connected. And we've got I've got interviews planned through May. Like I literally have interviews on the schedule through May. And um, I've got to uh, through the beginning of May. And the reason I didn't go through the end of May is because I got a new client, Hollywood Goddamn. He is uh, an actor and he was on like um, uh, Love at First Sight, I think. And so his agent, who's a boss on her own, right? I interviewed her a few weeks ago his new agent and they connected us and he's going to be writing a line of books. So he's writing a book and ta-da, I'm just going to be his publisher. So I got that piece. So that's a client, you know? So like, I know I've met so many amazing people and I'm so happy to build these relationships and continue moving and, and knowing people because I, I just, I'm so overwhelmed with the goodness that's coming my way like I literally can't say anything other than that it's just like there's so much goodness coming my way and I am forever grateful like I have been a sweet kind obedient child to the universe <laughs> as of late and I am definitely reaping the rewards of walking along my path because things are coming to me just showing up, showing up, showing up. And I said at the beginning of March, I said, my goal is to have 10 new clients a month and I'm at eight. Now for this to be my first month having that goal, eight out of 10 ain't bad, shit, I'll take it. Then April will be better, right? And I can't, it could even be less than eight and it's still me working towards a goal. And I'm so pleased to have this opportunity to grow. Um. What else I want to talk about? Oh, so there's going to be, for you guys, if you're interested, um, I'm starting a foundation along with uh, Jennifer Shiver, benchcounselor.com. We're starting a foundation for to offer scholarships to men going to college. And so my focus is black and brown men going into education. That's one focus. And the other focus is, men and their mental health piece. So we're joining forces and we're building a whole foundation. And if you're interested in being on the board or being a part of it or hell, donating to it, because I'll be on there begging for money, of course, interested in donating to it, we're open to all of it at this point, right? So whatever services you have, put them out there if you want to be a part of this, because this will be something good. We want to make sure that we're shedding the spotlight where we're going to shed the spotlight. And I'm pleased about that, right? So it's going to be dope. It'll be an official announcement after you guys hearing it from me, but after next Saturday, after the 17th, um, is that the, the 27th? <laughs> I don't know what day it is. After the 27th, it'll be an official announcement. But for right now, you guys heard it first here. Okay, so that's that. Um, now, before we go, I got to talk about this issue with this guy uh, his name is Derek Jackson, right? And he has been on the Facebook and social media 
talking about women in relationships for years. And he does very well at it. I think he makes a lot of money. He's very popular. He's a good looking, good looking chocolate brother talking about women in relationships. And I, I never really kind of caught on to it because I have a problem. You guys have heard me say this before. Maybe I have a problem with men telling women how to be women and to put those parameters on women, how they should be. That bothers me. Cause I'd be like, fuck you. Like you, y'all know me whatever, you do you, figure you out before you come for me. I'll figure me out, right? So I have a problem with men telling women how to be because I feel like it's selfish. And they're saying, this is how you should be, mainly because this is what I want. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's how it feels to me. And I'm, y'all know I own my own shit. Like y'all know I own me. So anyway, so he has done he has been very vocal about telling women how to be and relationships. And I don't know if he necessarily downs the brothers, but he's not co-signing on a bullshit either. He ain't co-signing over here either. But anyway, so now it comes out that he's had a couple of mistresses. So he may have one active, but he's had one that's not active. And then there's another one that she either is or isn't active. And so he and his wife went on live to talk about it. And, you know, people are, of course, how we do. People are blaming the wife. If she looked like that, I'd cheat too. People are blaming the wife for his bullshit indiscretions. That shit, she at home minding her business, being who she is, and then he goes out and finds somebody fuck. How is that her issue, right? So you marry a woman who is conservative in her dress, natural, kind, sweet. Those are things that men love. They think those are the good things that keep them good husbands, but it may not be. So he has this sweetness at home that he thought was, but then he has to go to the streets for the spice, that uh factor, that uh, he got to go somewhere to get that. But they're blaming her. Hell, she is who she is. Like, I bet she's not any different today than she was when he married her. Like she's been conservative. She doesn't wear makeup. Her hair is pulled back. Like, hell, I've been her. I've been that woman. I've been that, hell, I'm her. I'm her, that I'm her, that woman. Now, my husband, who whoever, when Faceless Love marries me or whatever, my husband knows this is what, I, this is who I am. Now, if something deep inside of him want a nasty bitch that's going to do some crazy shit, he already know I'm not that person. I mean, I'm only as nasty as I'm going to be. I'm only doing the crazy shit that I'm going to do. I draw the line at crazy, nasty shit myself. But if he's somebody that wants some nasty shit, he's going to have to go somewhere else and get that. And that's what I don't think people understand. You are who you are. Somebody mistreating you manipulating you, making ill use of you. That's their issue. It's not your issue. It becomes your issue because you're damaged from it. And it also is becomes your issue when they're trying to <coughs> convince you that it's normal or that it's, it's, it's gonna be okay. I'm not gonna do it anymore. And that's the manipulation piece. You are who you are, you are, that's it. So I just don't like, that's where I just get annoyed. He can cheat all he wants, but stand the fuck up and own that you cheated and not have, and people shouldn't blame the wife because she's not dressing like Bambi 
She's not Bambi. She's probably never dressed like Bambi. She's probably never, that's not who she is. So how do, is this her issue? A grown ass man makes a decision. A grown ass man made a decision to start a platform talking to people about relationships and how to, he make his decisions every fucking day. Every day adults make decisions for the betterment of themselves. So if he can make a decision for the betterment of himself, for what's gonna happen, for how the family turns out, how the house is, if he makes these man decisions every day, he has to take responsibility for every decision. He has to take responsibility for this decision too, which is fucking somebody other than his wife. You don't get a pass on that. And I think I'm sick of that. I'm sick of people giving men passes on bullshit. If you're on some bullshit, you're on bullshit. And I don't care that you're on bullshit. Let's not get it twisted. I'm not judging you for your bullshit. I'm judging for the past. The past is the problem because the more you're given a pass on your bullshit, the less apt you are to take responsibility of your bullshit. You have to be responsible for yourself. Now, if Faceless Love decides he's going to go get a girlfriend, that's a decision that he fucking made. Now, if I decide I'm going to go get a boyfriend, that's a decision that I fucking made. I'll own my decision. This is what I was going to do. I'm telling you about it because I'm going to do this, right? That's the grown-up shit. All this backhand, underhanded, secret, thinking it's not going to get out, blah, 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 blah. Man, I'm so, that shit is so tired and it's debilitating. And it's like it holds you captive in your shit. Tell yourself the truth about your bullshit and keep it moving. Like, tell yourself the truth. Those are the most powerful words I ever read. And the most powerful thing I ever did was to tell myself the truth about being unhappy in some bullshit. That would be my advice to anybody. Wives, husbands, children, mothers, daughters. It doesn't matter what your role is. If you're unhappy in that fucking role, you're unhappy. And I don't, I, don't, I don't like this. I yeah, man. Listen, I listen. I don't like this. I don't like it here. Mm -mm. This isn't good for me. I'm gonna go. I don't feel obligated to stay somewhere because of somebody else is enjoying mistreating me. No, 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 no. I'm not staying somewhere where somebody's holding me hostage because they can't or they won't or they've given up, or they, fuck that, no. Now, I'll listen, the truth is, y'all, I've said before, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm not big on TV. But I'll sit up and watch TV for hours with Faceless Love. You know why? Because that means the hours that we're watching TV, we're watching TV, but the other hours, we're doing some shit. I'm getting, I'm getting some work done. I'm making some money. I got plans. I'm moving. I'm, I, and that's the truth. I have to do some shit. That's a part of me to sit up hours on hours and hours and hours every day watching TV. I can't do that shit. I'll be like, this motherfucker is lazy as a motherfucker. I'm out. Peace. And he probably knows that. And so we have this kind of 
we're grown, grown, 51, 50. We're grown, grown. So we know that the importance of being honest about situations. Hell, Friday night, I left and went to dinner. He didn't want to go. He was like, I don't, I don't want to go. I think I'm going to stay here. And I'm like, you don't want to come hang out with me? And he was like, no. And so he said that, and I was like, well, I could stay here with him. I don't have to go. And I was like, no, I want to go. I, I want to go, and it's going to be fine. My younger self would have been like, okay, well, I won't go. But I was like, no, I'm going to go. And I mean, shit, I drove up. In Atlanta, I drove an hour and a half away from where I was to go have dinner and hang out with, we'll go to, went to a book signing with this new author named Genesis. I'm going to interview her. But then I went to have dinner with Chiffon and we sat there and laughed and talked our woes of education and we had drinks and then I drove back. It was fine. I had a good time and it was good for me to get out. And then the next morning, bright and early, he has a tea time for golf. So it's like, He's going to do the things he wants to do, whether I'm involved or not. And I should be able to do the same, right? So this is weird. It's a weird dynamic. But we have to respect that we're adults in situations and we got to do the things that's best for self. Uh, I think that's how I started out tonight was talking about taking care of self, doing things that are pleasing to you, not neglecting your partner, not mistreating your partner, sharing with your partner in good, yummy interactions, and not just sex, but just being together, just the intimacy of conversation and touching and being, that's important. But it's also important for you, each of you, to have your own thing because you have different things that you love, right? So I, if my faceless love decided he was going to get somebody, be with somebody else because she's a golfer or she want some nasty sex shit that I'm not gonna do or she I don't know whatever the fucking reason he choose that I hope that he comes to me and tell me like hey babe I've got this woman I'm really digging I want to see her at least tell me and not let me find out that's the most cowardice shit ugh it's so cowardice anyway I just got totally off thinking about that guy I hate for I hate for women to talk for men and I hate for men to talk for women. Like, God damn it, we're grown. Say what you're gonna say, do what you're gonna do. Don't blame me for your indiscretions. If you cho you chose me to marry me, and then you're gonna not choose me, you're gonna choose somebody else for some other shit. Own that shit. Own that shit and don't don't um coax me through the interview don't sit here next to me holding my hand making sure that I'm not going to say something that's not right don't do that and that's how I felt about the time that was on the interview with that guy anyway uh it's uh 10:08 it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed uh, follow me, subscribe, everything, anywhere. I'm open to all of it. So JoycelynWells.com, YouTube, anywhere you can download your yummy podcast. Um, I appreciate you all. Thank you for being here with me tonight and working with me through my technology woes. It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. You have a good night. I'll see you next time. Bye.